WHP. It's time for the Ken Matthews Show on WHP 580. To reach Ken, call 540-0580. Now, live from the LB Smith Ford Lincoln Studios, here's Ken. Monday, Monday. So good to me. Monday morning. It was all I hoped it would be. I don't think uh, we should not celebrate Monday. I mean, Monday morning couldn't guarantee. One of the greatest songs ever written. I grew up with, uh, well, it, my mom was the one that was the big Mamas and Papas fans, you know, in the 60s and 70s, in the 60s in particular. And I grew up listening to that song. I knew all their songs. I knew all the lyrics. And you may, uh, you know, Art, do you remember how Mama Cass passed away? I do not. Uh, it was the chicken sandwich variant. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she choked. No, this is a true story. She choked on a chicken sandwich. I remember how upset my mom was, seriously, when... At the time, there was no, we didn't, you know, you just had the radio. That's it, the radio or the TV, and the radio news was like, Mama Cass has died. What happened? What happened? It's a chicken sandwich variant. She opted out of the chicken sandwich vaccine. Actually, uh, all kidding aside, and I'm sure Mama Cass would appreciate the humor, uh, she choked on a sandwich. Uh, It was very unfortunate, but... Anyway, happy Monday to you. The weekend's only five days away. So if you're not a Monday person and you're a Friday person, hold on. It's going to get better, just like this show will. Did anybody see the video when Joe Biden, the man who believes he's president, showed up at the 9-11 memorial? There were a whole bunch of police officers, men and women, and citizens, but Mostly, I would say, in this particular crowd, police officers. And on TikTok, they put up some of the com- they put up the comments, and I read the comments. I mean, they they described them, but I had to hear it, so I made sure there was no profanity. But imagine you're you're a guy that thinks he's the president, and you're approaching this memorial celebration, the nine eleven memorial celebration, and you hear these comments. The murderers, look, the murderers. So you hear a couple people talking, and they say, oh, the murderers are here. The murderers. And then they point to Biden, and then they go, oh, yeah, and that's, that's Obama. Now, the booing is about to start, okay? He's walking over to the crowd. Have you heard this yet, Art? Some of it, yeah. Yeah, the booing's about to start, but did you hear the part where he approached a young boy or girl and somebody yelled, don't sniff him? Yep. (laughs) This is unbelievable. I mean, it's believable, but it's not. The unbelievable part is that this man has the level of power that so many people gave to him. Even though he stole the election, there were still plenty of people that voted for him. But this has been going on his whole career. And here we are on such a sacred day on hallowed ground, 
over the weekend. And this is how they perceive this man. But he's earned this reputation. You're a mutt for what you did to Afghanistan. You're a mutt for what you did in Afghanistan. He's yelling. Someone from the crowd. Terrible, terrible. Don't sniff him. Don't sniff him. It's a little boy. Don't sniff him. You know, if it wasn't so horrific that this man has this much power, it would be entertaining. But this is... Now, of course, you're not going to hear this on mainstream news media. It's not allowed. It's not permitted. So. Terrible. It's crazy. That's. And then how many people heard George W. Bush speaking this weekend? Wow. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I see no difference when I look, if you show me a photograph of Bill Clinton, George Bush, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, I see no difference. I see no color difference. I see no age difference. They're all interchangeable. They're all on team themselves. That's the team they're on. That click that they're in. Now, I don't know if Joe Biden can remember their names, but... The big three, the ones that were actually elected, Obama, Clinton, and Bush, I cannot believe some of the words that came out of Bush's mouth this weekend regarding this day uh, 20 years ago. And the fact that he compared January 6th and the people that caused January, uh, the people that caused January 6th, the rioters, the protesters, the fact that he compared those people to the terrorist, it made me want to throw up. And the only reason I could think he would do something that horrific, and it was horrific, think about it. George W. Bush, perceptually, is one of the heroes of 9-11. Now, not all of us believe that, but he stepped up. Many people thought that was his greatest moment. The iconic photographs, the bringing people together, blah, blah, blah. Because I'm no longer a fan of George W. Bush, and I haven't been for years and years and years. But I bo- voted for him twice, and I was I was rooting for him and his cabinet. I've always rooted for America. I don't care who's in. But I was rooting for him at the time. And millions of people felt this way. At the time, some still do. And he had an opportunity, once again, to do wonderful things with his speech. Instead, he stayed to the script. And what is the script? The script is, and it's a handful of things, but it's mostly Americans aren't really that good. There's some really bad hombres in America. They're as bad as terrorists. Look out, because they have evil hearts like terrorists, blah, blah, blah. But that's the script. Now, they're doing the script, in my opinion, because they're going to do another false flag i don't know what it's going to be but it's going to be something that that attempts to get america re-angered re-energized and angrier at trump supporters and the second part of it is going to be something that gets america angrier at the unvaccinated because the reality is 
those two things are tied together right now. And as far as the unvaccinated go, there's a lot of anger in the news media and a lot of anger at the CDC and a lot of anger among a small group of leftist pro-COVID vax people. But the majority of Americans, they're on the side of freedom. The majority of Americans probably feel like you and I feel. I'm going to make that presumption. You want to get the vaccine? Get the vaccine. Want to wear a mask? That's fine. Just don't force me. Just don't force my kid. So they need, they're losing the grip. They're losing the grip. All these people like the globalist George Bush, the globalist Bill Clinton, the globalist Joe Biden, the globalist Barack Obama, the people that, you know, always give a wink and a nod to the United Nations and the World Health Organization, and they're always worried about what other countries might be thinking of us. Those people and the people that run them, because none of those people really run themselves. Now, people like George W. Bush, people like Barack Obama, and definitely, definitely Joe Biden, they do what they're told. And they're losing control now because every day someone's waking up. You may remember it, it got a little blip, but there, there were more than a thousand survivors and family members from 9-11 that said if you are not going to release more of the fbi documents from what really happened on 9-11 all the details all the surveillance everything they said they sent a letter to joe biden they said don't even show up at the memorial and i can't help but wonder if maybe that's one of the reasons he did get booed because he didn't release enough of what they wanted released about their families about their loved ones first responders so that's that if you want to weigh in on on the bush thing feel free i mean i i was gonna play it but you know i don't even want to play it again it's just it's so sad because there was that window in his career where he stepped up and he rose to the occasion and now he's just another he's just another globalist hack that does what he's told by the elite You know, he turned on Bush, he turns on conservatives, and he he just turned on a bunch of MAGA people for no reason. That was so uncalled for. He might as well have been some leftist junior senator. I never thought I'd hear that out of George Bush's mouth, but stranger things are happening, and it's, it's only Monday, like the song said. 580. Ken Matthews, building a wall around liberal lies. Now, back to the Ken Matthews Show on News Radio WHP 580. Thanks again for joining us today. The number is 800 724 5801. My name's Ken, and it looks like this whole drunk driver thing, the talking point, is, is getting traction now with the unvaccinated. I, we played some of it last week. It started out. Now it's getting some traction. This is CNN. Looking at the choice to remain unvaccinated, the same as we look at driving while intoxicated, that you have the option to not get vaccinated if you want, but then you can't go out in public because when you go out in public, you have the potential of infecting other people with a potentially deadly disease, just like you can choose to drink in private if you want. But if you get behind the wheel of a car and can endanger other people. This woman's an idiot. She's truly an idiot. But keep in mind that if this whole thing was not based on falsehoods, 
the idiots couldn't get away with a lot of this. But there are some people out there that still think that this is the deadliest thing that's ever been on the earth. So maybe she's right. But this is foolishness. There is an obligation by society to... No, there's not. ...prevent you from doing that. No, there's not. So I, I think the what President Biden did today is exactly right to... I'm sure you did, because you're a communist, Liana Wynn. ...say that the vaccinated should not have to pay the price for the so-called choices of the unvaccinated anymore. Although, to your point, Chris, I definitely um, wish that he had also announced some type of proof of vaccination. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Because at this point, we have this flimsy piece of paper that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. so easy to counterfeit. And, I, I mean, we don't allow this to board an airplane, right? You don't go to the TSA right. checkpoint and say, I am who I say I am. Here's a piece of paper right. where I wrote my name. Some I mean, states, we have though, ID for this reason. And some states are doing system. it, right? New York is doing it, but you're right. We need a national system for these kinds of policies to take. So as you can see, right off the rails. Communism is being embraced now. And when you listen to this idiot with that ridiculous analogy, and then when you listen to what George Bush said about January 6th, the people that were there are similar, their hearts are similar to the people that blew up the towers, you can see where this is headed. And it's all about control. It's all about control. By the way, uh, from the Monday, Monday mailbag today, Ken, is it true that Congress and postal workers are exempt from the deadly experimental injection mandate? Yes, it is true. Congress is. There's some other federal workers along with postal workers. That's why this mandate is all bull, you know what? When the tyrant in the White House picks and chooses. Yes, that is true. And why can the postal union make their own rules? Why can't the rest of us? I will not comply. Well, neither will I. And you'll have to ask the Biden regime... What deal they cut with people. And if this is so bad, why aren't they worried about the postal workers and the federal workers? Let's get back to the Ken Matthews Show on WHP 580. If you are a patriot, which you probably are if you're listening to this show and you have something important coming up and you want to share it with the uh, the other 12 listeners, the other dozen, shoot me an email. Ken Matthews at WHP580.com. Ken Matthews with two T's at WHP580.com. I have an uh, email here from Kevin who wants me to remind you September 16th. This is from PA Unites Against School Mask Mandates. This is going, uh, this is a free event, if you will. I don't know if it's so much an event as it's a, it's a hearing. So you don't need to bring a covered dish. You may have to have a covered face. I don't know. It is in Harrisburg. September 16th, a hearing on school mask mandates will be held at the Judicial Center in Harrisburg at 10 a.m. That's this Thursday morning. The hearing is open to the public. Get there early so you could get in because they have a capacity limit. Whoever cannot fit in the courthouse will gather at the PA State Capitol Complex steps, and they will use Facebook Live and messages to keep everybody outside uh, updated in the weather knock on wood looks pretty good for that that is september 16th just google uh, some of that information hopefully it will come up because it is at the judicial center in harrisburg so that's that now very quickly as part of our COVID update today and i'm probably going to replay part of this later in the show for people who join us a little bit later dr peter bregan 
wrote a book. And uh, I can't remember if he talks about it in this soundbite or not, but I, I pre-ordered the book, and it's finally coming out this week. But I got some of the the book before it was printed. I forget what they call that. But anyway, I got some of that before it actually was put into hardcover. But Peter Bregan has been on the cutting edge of researching a lot of what's going on with the COVID vaccine, and that's why he's banned everywhere, along with Dr. Peter McCullough. Now, Peter McCullough has managed not to be banned and censored as in many places. Peter McCullough also did a great interview about a month ago with Tucker Carlson. So if you Google Tucker Carlson, uh, Fox Nation, Dr. Peter McCullough, Tucker did a great, that's their streaming product, Fox's streaming product. He did a great interview with Peter McCullough. But Peter McCullough has been on the cutting edge of all this since the very, very beginning of this entire theatrical scandemic. And here's an update from him from just uh, a week ago. So uh, the Israeli health ministry right now has Pfizer at 39% protective. The Mayo Clinic, a large study by Piranek and colleagues, has Mayo Clinic, uh, has Pfizer at 42%. Protective. What happened to 98%? Remember that, Art? I do, yeah. Remember people running around, it's 98%, it's 98%, it's 98%. Yeah, those are just words. And then when you start using it, you find out the truth. Protective. And there's already been announced by our administration in Israel that Pfizer is going to start boosters. So to have protection less than 50% and to have boosters sooner than a year, that meets a definition of a failed vaccine. A vaccine should at least have 50% protection and should at least last a year. So Pfizer, in a sense, being the failed vaccine, that's also the lowest dose vaccine at 30 micrograms of messenger RNA, and it's coded against the Wuhan original spike protein, which is extinct. So it's off target and it's low dose. Um, It's interesting that Pfizer was the first one to go through the FDA uh, approval uh, um, regulatory procedure. And on August 23rd, now listen carefully to Dr. Peter McCullough here. I attempted to explain this a couple weeks ago, the day of the approval. Okay. Actually, it was almost three weeks ago now. He does a much better job than I in, in explaining it for obvious reasons. He's more articulate and he's a doctor. But millions of people know this. The media just doesn't want to talk about it. What really happened was historic that um, uh, with a almost a sleight of hand, if you will, from a regulatory perspective, there was no briefing booklet. Normally, there's a briefing booklet. Uh, there's data that goes to the FDA. The FDA has a briefing booklet. So there's two different briefing booklets, typically 80 to 120 pages. There's a public citizen uh, opportunity, and there's an advisory panel. All of that was skipped on uh, August 23rd, and what happened was uh, a split in the entity. So no longer was it the Pfizer vaccine, but there was a separate Pfizer and a separate BioNTech vaccine, a German company. There were legally distinct entities, and the FDA – and indicated they may be medicinally distinct. The Pfizer vaccine was not approved, was not approved. It got a continuation of the EUA. Nothing changed. Hmm. How about that? Wow. See, this is what we said three weeks ago. And, and what happens 
the reason the people that are misinforming you have so much momentum, because the people who are tasked with informing you, the news media, they have no credibility left. So they've just decided to throw up their hands and say, we're just going to read what we say or what, what we're told to say. We're just going to read it. Um, this is the problem with the news industry today. When was the last time you listened to a news program, radio, television, pick a, pick a platform, read a newspaper, and you weren't, when was the last time you heard something that was fresh and, and they broke the story? I'm going to say it's been a while because there's one entity at the top and they set the narrative. Monday morning, they set the tone for the entire week and everybody follows. That's why everything sounds the same. So they're setting the tone for the entire week. What is the tone early Monday today? These damn vaccinated people, they're going to get us all killed. These damn unvaccinated people, they're going to get us all killed. What is it? Well, unvaccinated people are bad. Vaccinated people are heroes. The COVID is just going to get worse. Delta, Delta, woo, woo is another one, woo, W-U, Lambda, and there's another one. But that, that there's nobody independently sharing this kind of news. So once that came out three weeks ago, once everybody jumped on board and, and even Fox was on board and CNN was on board and everybody was on board, it's been approved, it's been approved! Attention, attention, hear ye, hear ye. It was never approved. It, it, he just explained it the way we did three weeks ago and a, and a handful of other people did. But the mainstream news media is just going to tell you what you need to be told. That's it. The BioNTech got conditional approval, um, but that commercial entity, that, that product doesn't exist in the They got condition approval. Conditional approval of a of a product that isn't even available in the United States yet. So think about how many people went out in the last three weeks and said, oh, it's approved now. And took the Pfizer emergency use authoriz- authorized extended unapproved vaccine. Think about the millions that did that. Thanks, news media. You've let us down again. The United Yours. States. And um, and on top of that, uh, it had uh, basically a lot of uh, statements that uh, there was going to be no testing for birth defects or oncogenicity or mutagenicity, that there's no information on pregnancy, and that there was a uh, demand for post-marketing studies on myocarditis. Now, you may remember Dr. Jane Ruby on Stu Peter's show, who I found out over the weekend used to be a bounty hunter, which is totally cool, Stu Peter's. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, But anyway, just as an aside, but Dr. Jane Ruby talked about this. They've had complaints about myocarditis and these other issues that are ravaging young people that take the vaccines. So people are saying, are you going to test this, this next vaccine that's coming out for this and this and this? And they're still not doing it for BioNTech. So here we had BioNTech uh, conditionally approved, but with lots of other contingencies. Pfizer not approved. What came out of that meeting was a talking point that went all the way to the president of the United States, 
that Pfizer was approved, which it wasn't. It was wasn't. a false talking point. That triggered a whole more wave of um, ill-advised vaccine mandates. And then a week later, two of the FDA officials, and importantly, Dr. Gruber, the one who signed the approval letter to BioNTech, resigned. Now, you heard that probably for the first time on this show. Didn't I mention it like the day it happened, Art? You did, yeah. I think I did, yeah. And now Peter McCullough is confirming it. And he's confirming it to the point that I didn't even know that Gruber approved biotech. So just let that play through your head for a second. The top two FDA vaccine reviewers, one week after everybody said the Pfizer was FDA approved, they resigned. And then the truth trickles out. Oh, no, it hasn't been approved yet. It's just they just extended the emergency youth uh, use, excuse me, authorization. And what does that mean? It means that nothing that happens can be held. You cannot hold Pfizer liable for it. So the exact opposite happened. Millions of people heard the blather from Biden and the CDC and the World Health Organization and Walensky, who runs the CDC, and the FDA. And they heard all this blather and they thought, oh, thank God this experimental injection has been approved. At least now we have some, you know, recourse. No, you don't. They just ex- they just extended the emergency. Nothing's changed. They just came up with a new talking point, and they threw in a little more fear. And off everybody went to get their, you yeah. know, their gift card and their donut to get the vaccine. Ken Matthews refuses to wear a mask in the shower when he's alone. Now back to the Ken Matthews Show on News Radio WHP 580. Now, I'm trying to confirm this with military sources that I have, but they haven't gotten back to me yet. But the, the two rumors I've heard, the two stories is uh, 16 uh, B-52 crew people have walked off the job because of being forced to get vaccinated. They won't. And 12 F-22 fighter pilots have done the same thing. I'm trying to get confirmation on it. I've seen some form of the story floating around, but I'm trying to get a confirmation on how many. But this gives you an idea of what we are up against, or I should say what the COVID, the branch COVIDians are up against by pushing so hard on us. Because a lot of people will not play the game. Lewis County Hospital in upstate New York stopped delivering babies. They're going to do that after September 24th. Because six workers just walked out of the maternity unit. They just resigned. And another seven maternity unit workers may quit by the end of the week because they're still undecided and they're not happy with the pressure they're getting to get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. So the the Lewis County Health System CEO says that, well, they're undecided, but they're going to have to decide because, you know, if they want to stay here. The problem with this is the hospital will be unable to safely staff the maternity unit and has to pause delivering babies after September 24th. The CEO hopes this is a temporary situation, he says. We'll work with the State Department of Health to make sure the unit won't permanently close. If we can pause the service, and now now listen to this. This is the scary part. 
This is the 1938 Germany part. If we can pause the service and now focus on recruiting only nurses who are vaccinated, then we will be able to re-engage in delivering the babies. But you must have the injection. You see? Hang in there. If you're digging in, you hang in there. 27% of the hospital workforce has yet to be vaccinated. I bet you it's higher than that.